Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to thank you for another opportunity, Lord. Another opportunity, Lord, to talk about another holiday, Lord. Another holiday, Lord, that many people don't even have the first clue. They, they, they get all dressed up. Now, some of them know a little more about it than others. But, Lord, is this holiday your holiday? Should we as Christians, Lord, follow this holiday, Lord? This holiday called St. Patrick's Day. Lord, is this holiday a holiday that you would respect and honor? Or, Lord, is it one that you would tell us as Christians to get far from? Lord, we ask you right now that you would help us, Lord, to right now open our Bibles, look at the truth, and then, Lord, fall on our face and ask you what we should be doing. Lord, we ask you right now that you would bless us. Help us to understand, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. All righty. We're going to first have Ruthie read about this holiday, St. Patrick's Day, and what it's all about and, and its origins and that sort of thing. Then, of course, we're going to break the bread of life tonight and see what God has to say. Uh, when observed is March 17th. Uh, earliest observance in the United States is 1737 in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, 1966 St. Patrick's Day message from a guy named Im de Valera, President of Ireland, stated, May God, through the intercession of St. Patrick, bless the labors of all our kin and friends abroad and give them and the people amongst whom they dwell peace and happiness. As for St. Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland, the only definite statement to be made about his birthplace is that it was not in Ireland. He said to be born in Kilpatrick near Dumbarton, Scotland. He was raised a Roman Catholic, one Irish. Legend states that he died at the age of 120 as Moses did. It was not known whether March 17th was the birth or death date of St. Patrick. It may be, in fact... Neither of these. At the age of 16, Patrick was captured by the Gauls and taken by boat to Ireland where he was sold as a slave. His six years of captivity was spent teaching. During this time, he experienced this awakening and began to have dreams and visions which he considered to be divinely inspired. The years preceding Patrick's election to the Episcopate are not well documented. Many thousands of Irishmen were converted through his labors. He founded churches, schools, and at least one college, and generally organized the Church of Ireland. Tales of his miraculous exploits against the troublesome Druids observed. He also had a victory won him the right to preach Christianity throughout the land. In trying to teach his converts about the Trinity, St. Patrick held up a shamrock, explaining the three leaves represented the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, while the stem was the Godhead itself from which they proceeded. This is said to be the origin of the use of the shamrock, which is customarily worn on St. Patrick's Day. 
Scholars have discovered that the shamrock as a trefoil was initially used in ancient Celtic fertility rites. It represented a triad of goddesses, and its green leaves were burned and the ashes sprinkled over the fields to promote growth. In Ireland, in the evening, there is a ball in St. Patrick's Hall in Dublin Castle. Shamrocks are worn everywhere in honor of the saint which was in large measure responsible for bringing Christianity and civilization to Ireland. The wearing of the green. When and where the March 17th holiday was started is not known. Today it is celebrated where there are Irishmen as descendants or Irishmen. Are, of course, some people don't matter if they're Irish or not. They still celebrate it. Of course, St. Patrick's Day celebrates uh, by no means limited to Irishmen alone. It's a day of great thirst. Bars and pubs uh, do send a lot of green beer. St. Patrick and his followers abstain from alcohol. And that's it, darling. All right. Thank you, Ruthie. I uh, got a couple problems with that there, Houston. Uh, you talk about the uh, quadruple malfunction, and we're thinking it's instrumentation. I think this is more than instrumentation. They're talking about bangs and shimmies. It doesn't sound like instrumentation to me. It sounds like we got a big problem with this. All right, Danny, get ready with our scripture tonight. We want you to go to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Chapter 18. Oh, yes, I know it well. Verses 10 through 14. Very familiar text that I've used in a lot of holiday messages. Um, but that's because a lot of them have to go right down this pike. But we also got another little thought for folks. Uh, last I checked, they said, uh, what was that in there? Something about he was supposed to be the mediator? In their intercessor? That's terrible. Uh, uh, the Bible says there's only one mediator between God and man, and that is the man Christ, Jesus. Oh God, Jesus, son of God. Yeah, man. <laughs> going to preach right there. I ought to pull, I'll pull over and park in a circle of field, hit this again. Go ahead. You got our scripture, Danny. Okay. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 9. Okay. 9 through 14, right? 10 to 14, but you could throw 9 in there. I don't care. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, for a necromancer, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Mm. Shall be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations which thou shalt possess, hearken unto observers of times, and unto uh, diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee to so to do. Hello, St. Patrick. You got a problem. Maybe the guy himself wasn't into all that. He was a, uh, as it says, 
a patron saint. He was. He was a. He was a uh, originally a Roman Catholic, and then he got in, into Irish Catholicism. Catholicism. But that doesn't mean he was saved. But we sure enough find that they take and they took some uh, things that had to do with the Irish way of life and they put it with this man and came up with a holiday. Now, the wearing of the green, they're not sure where it came from, but I will, after studying myself and knowing a little bit of myself, being part Irish, I do know quite a bit of this stuff. The green is a symbol of growth and good luck. That is what its symbol is. And since shamrocks are technically green, it ties together. So, the reason for the green is they believe, hello, they believe that the green is what gives them good luck. And that goes right into that fertility thing where they uh, burnt the shamrocks. And, uh, and if you notice, originally, originally, St. Patrick had used a shamrock to illustrate the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. But what did he do? Similar to the Roman Catholics have done for years and years and years. They took pagan holidays like the winter solstice, and they said, well, we can't celebrate what the Druids are celebrating. We can't worship the holly. Ah, poof. Hey, we got a revelation from God. I just been spoke to by God. I got me a revelation. Sounds like the Cruzmatics. Yeah. Uh, God spoke to me. What we're going to do is we're going to say this is the birthday to Jesus. Oh. Come on. Jesus was not born on December 25th. No, it wasn't. That's it right. Excuse me. It would have been a lot cold for a young baby, a newborn baby, to be in a manger on December. He was born in the fall. He was born in the fall, boys. Wake up and smell the coffee. Furthermore, the shepherds wouldn't have been in their fields abiding in the field with their flocks by night if it was December 25th. Amen. Not to mention, you can't get three, uh, 33 and a half years from the Passover meal. You can't get 33 and a half years and end up with December 25th. Mm, that's simple mathematics, boys. All right, but now that we're, now that we're done preaching on that, I, I, I could circle the field, hit that again, but uh, that, that's another message. All right, but the whole point comes down to St. Patrick got this revelation as a Roman Catholic. Hey, I'm sick and tired of the way they, they uh, well, they don't worship the Trinity. So, what I'm going to do is they're worshiping these three pagan goddesses with this shamrock. Let me turn it into an illustration for a sermon and explain the Godhead. Duh! I got better ways to explain the Godhead than a shamrock. 
I don't need a shamrock to show me that. We don't need no shamrock to show me that mess. I don't have to try to twist up some pagan holiday to get me a new holiday. Now, I'm going to cover a couple other things they teach in that mess. Okay? The green beer. Well, the green part is because of the, like I said, the good luck. The beer is because the Irish drink the mess. My Bible says you're not supposed to look upon the wine when it's red, when it gives its color in the cup. The Bible says you ain't supposed to seek after mixed wine. Hello? That's beer. Mixed wine is beer. That's another way of saying beer, whiskey, all that other wicked rotten junk. You shouldn't even be after it. And if it's polluting your judgment, that means it's polluting your body. You shouldn't have it in your body. Your body is trying to tell you enough common sense, stupid, that if you put it in your body and it makes you, if it impairs your judgment and messes up your mind when you're drinking it, that must be God trying to give you a lesson. That this junk ain't supposed to be in there. Not to mention all the cirrhosis of the liver and all that mess. Um, hey, stupid. Uh, if you want to kill yourself, if you really want to kill yourself bad enough, why don't you just try some rat poison and save all the rest of us some trouble? If you're going to commit slow suicide, try rat poison and stay off of my street. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, man. You don't need to go get drunk on March 17th just so you could go worship some pagan saint who wasn't no more saved than Adam's cow's cat. And let me tell you something else about old St. Patrick. I go to his grave and I can find his bones. He didn't resurrect from the dead. Amen. Yeah, that's right. Stinking reprobated Roman Catholic who still got Jesus on the cross. He ain't right with God. Then, what's some of these other things they have about St. Patrick's Day and, and the superstitions that they have, the Irish people? Let's see. The number seven is good luck. First off, uh... Chapter and verse, please. That's right. Chapter and verse, please. Uh, where do you find the words good luck? Chapter and verse, please. I never saw the word luck once in the Bible. I saw blessing. I saw cursing. I never saw good or bad luck. You ever hear somebody, Danny? They cut that. Oh, I'm gonna go for it. Uh, I, I, I'm applying for a job. Good luck. That, that that should be. Why don't you pray? Oh, I'm. Oh, I've got to. I've got to go see my doctor. I, I. He's giving me a test. He wants to make sure everything's out. Well, good luck. Oh well, I've got to go travel. Well, good luck. Get a life. I don't believe in luck. If it weren't for bad luck, you used to hear me say, but I thank God He's given hope. I thank Him every day. Hallelujah. If it weren't for bad luck, such foolish words you hear, we're not lucky sinners. We're just simply full of cheer. Amen. Reprobates? Ain't no such thing as luck. The number seven has nothing to do with luck. The number seven, 
denotes a complete number. God completed this earth and rested on the seventh day. Yes. In seven years, he told us to have a Sabbath year for our land. Seven is the number of completion, not luck. The number 12 is not a lucky number. It just denotes a complete government. So quit trying to take God's word, take numbers out of it, and say, well, they're lucky. What you want them for so you could go down here to play the lottery is what you want. You dirty, rotten, buzzard bait. Get right with God. Amen. Uh, last I checked, that's uh, that uh, falls under charmers. Hello? Yes. Bible says you're not supposed to have any. You're not supposed to have any witches. Uh, well, come on, preacher. Oh, come on now. St. Patrick's Day and all that. Ba- okay. Who are those little critters? That if you catch one of them, he's supposed to give you a pot of gold. Leprechauns. Oh, get a life. Leprechauns. Get life. a life. There, I've never seen a leprechaun. Don't, and if I do, I'm going to tell him to get saved too. Leprechauns. Get saved. That's as bad as reindeer who are aerodynamic and are invisible. And could fly all over the world in 24-hour period. And mind you, going from a dead stop to a dead start, from one roof to the other, lifting a fatso with a sled full of gifts that holds every last gift in the whole world for every boy, girl, man, and woman. Get saved. Hey, I don't mind being aerodynamic and taking a shot on an airplane. Now, to a blind guy like me, I wouldn't notice the difference. I'd probably think I'm still in a bus. But, hey, I don't want to be pulled by no stupid reindeer on some stupid sled. Get saved. Amen. Leprechauns. And really, what is that? That's nothing more than little witches. Little devils, little demons. That's what you're asking into your house, little demons. Amen. The reason they could that the reason they see leprechauns, Danny, is they've been drinking too much of that green beer and got drunk. That's right. Amen. I'm preaching. <laughs> Why is it you don't hear this kind of preaching in most churches? Something wrong with that. I mean, you hear preaching about all. Oh, you'll hear them preach on Christmas, a little bit on Halloween, and you'll hear them preach about uh, the resurrection. But you don't hear nothing about old St. Patty. You don't hear about the leprechaun being a reprobate. Wicked, rotten stuff. Oh, well, he well he was such a good guy. He brought Christianity. Yeah, what Jesus did he bring? Yeah, he had another Jesus. What Jesus did, he was a Roman Catholic, boys. The Jesus he brought, look, he brought in this mess with uh, other goddesses. And uh, what about the Mother Mary? The Blessed Mother Mary. Oh, we should fall down on her face and worship Mary. Get saved. Yes. Get saved. 
Mary ain't going to get me into heaven. She ain't no mediator. Only Jesus is. And, 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 and St. Patrick couldn't answer my prayers to save his life. He couldn't answer his own prayers. Amen. He died and went to hell just with the rest of them. With every pope that ever was before and after him, he went to hell with them. False prophet like old Joseph Smith. Oh, I got a book plopped on my head. Yeah, it must have been a pretty heavy one because it sure enough it made you go nuts. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a book. It was a concrete brick. <laughs> well, well, wait a minute. He did say it was a golden tablet, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it must have waited quite a bit, Danny. Give him a concussion. Yeah, no hope in the dope. But you know what the sad part is? We all go bowing down to, what's his face? St. Patty. Satan Claus. The Beaster Bunny. All this junk. Why can't we just worship Jesus? Uh, boys. Boys. Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 to 6. Exodus 20, 1 to 6. Come on, Ruthie. I'm going to have you... Re well, I'm going to let Danny read this. He's sitting there. He looks a little bored. <laughs> no? Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20, okay? 1 through 6. I think has something to say to old St. Patty right here. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of his fathers. Of, of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me, showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Hello, cult. Hello, St. Patty. Hello, you Irish reprobates. Bowing down to St. Patrick, worshiping him. Worshipping your little leprechauns. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. That's right. The gods you got are nothing more than the devil himself. And you need to get Jesus. So tonight, as I close in prayer, yeah. and then we get into the invitation, I ask you tonight, one thing. Have you been serving a false Jesus called St. Patrick? Have you been bowing down to a false religion, a false devil? The Catholic Church has given many, many so-called holidays to us to make up for the ones that they knew they couldn't have their people doing. But in the end, 
those holidays are nothing more than a cover-up and still have many pagan symbols, many wicked practices that have nothing to do, not one thing to do with Jesus. Jesus has nothing to do with a shamrock. And Jesus had nothing to do with a little pot of gold when you grab your little leprechaun. has nothing to do with that mess. And Jesus, sure enough, ain't going to be found in a keg of green beer. You need to get right with God tonight. That's right. And if you don't know him, tonight I ask you to just bow down and say, Lord Jesus, I'm a dirty, rotten sinner. Because the Bible has something to say about this in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. It says, one simple statement. Danny, you want to read that for us as we close out? Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. That, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness... With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Okay, Ruth, and I want you to read Acts 4 and 12. 4 and 12. This way, we know who we're calling upon, what Lord we're calling on. It already said here, Lord Jesus. But, can we call on St. Patrick according to Acts 4 and 12? Let's find out. See if it says anybody else other than Jesus. Can we call on some other God? What does it say, Ruth? Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. No other name. And then, of course, John fourteen six closes it all up. Not only is there no other name, Jesus says there is no other way. Jesus said, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There's no other way. Jesus said he is the only door into the sheepfold. Any man that comes up any other way is a thief and a robber. So tonight, you already know what you got to do. It was already read you by Danny. Bow down. Confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Tell him that you're a dirty, rotten sinner. And ask him into your heart. And then for those of you who are saved... This song is for you too. Because we want you to ask yourself, have you been following a false Jesus? Well, this is the time, if you're not saved, or if you are saved, to get your eyes off of a false one and get your eyes on the real one. The real Lamb. Put your eyes on the Lamb. Lord Jesus, we ask you right now to bless this message. Lord, bless this invitation for those who have not ever accepted you, who have put their hearts in a false Jesus. Would you help them, Lord? Help them to be saved, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we ask all this. Amen.